Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be inappropriate. And the score! He's done it! He's done it! Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast, thanks to OAC Digital. Round number 18 sees the Raiders head down to Melbourne to Amy Park to take on the Storm after the round 17 bye and, of course, the loss to the Dragons in round 16. Joining us on the podcast this week is Lauren Pritchard from the Raiders media team. How are you, Lauren? Hey, Ben. Well, thanks. How are you? And our special guest this week is the man with the hair. Atta Mariotta, how are you going, Atta? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good to have you along, mate. Uh, let's get stuck straight into it. Let's go around the horn. Going to kick things off this week with the game that saw the Raiders up against the North Sydney Bears in the New South Wales Cup on the weekend, which Atta, you were part of. And, gee, some nasty injuries out of it, particularly Harry Rushton, who's had to have jaw surgery on a broken jaw. You, you've seen him around the, the building today. How's he going? Yeah, he's going good. Um, got a puffy face, got <laughs> puffy face going on at the moment. Now. Um, but yeah, he's recovered so well. Just, just waiting on him. You know. Yeah, I think it's going to be eight to ten weeks. Loss, unfortunately, for Harry, and he's going so well this year. So it's a real disappointing one. Yeah, it's a real shame, especially at this time of season of the season to be out for eight to ten weeks. Um, given that. You know, that might be his season done. So. Yeah, that's right. We'll wait and see how he goes and how he recovers. Hopefully we can get him back on field soon. But uh, for the meantime, he'll be just resting and getting himself good to go. Uh, Trey Mooney was another one. Picked up an ankle syndesmosis in that game and also semi Valame. So, Atta, we'll, we'll talk about this a bit later on. But you guys are going to have a, a pretty different looking yeah. cup team this week. 100%. Look. But it's good, though, for the, the 20s to come through. You know, it's a good opportunity for them. So, whoever comes through, I know they're going to pull through. Yeah. You guys have got a really good deep squad that goes right through all grades. And mm. obviously, you've you've seen that firsthand because you've been one of those guys that have made your way up. Um, yeah. It's it's nice to have those guys that are able to come in and do a job. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good to see that. Um, hopefully, we'll, well, with Trey, we'll find out a little bit more later on. And, and obviously, with Sammy, only a couple of weeks there. Um, Lauren, some big news uh, last week that we didn't get a chance to talk about on the podcast because we didn't have one because of the buy, but Chance Nickel Cookstar um, sadly departing the club at the end of the season to go home to New Zealand. Yeah, it was announced last week that Chance will go home from next season to play for the Warriors. Um, obviously devastating for him to be leaving us, but also a happy moment for him to be back reunited with his sons in New Zealand. So, um, yeah, he's had a great four seasons with us and we wish him all the best for the future, but his time at the Raiders isn't done just yet. Yeah, that's right. He's obviously um, still around for the rest of 2022. And, oh, yeah, no, a bit of a bittersweet one, no doubt, for him because, as you said, he's got, um, you know, obviously the main reason for going home is his his kids. And I know it's been really tough for him during that COVID period with his children and not being able to see them and spend time with them. So, you know, it's it's the right decision. And he leaves the club um, with the Raiders' full blessing and good luck to him because, um, you know, he's, he's been able to resurrect his career here at the Raiders and... No doubt, um, Atta, he'll be sorely missed by the boys at the end of the year. Yeah, we'll all miss him, you know. He's like the soul to this club. But um, it's a good opportunity for him to go back home and be close with his kids. Like, you know, it's a good thing. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, no doubt, um, uh, it'd be interesting when we first play him. Uh, in, uh, in that uh, first time we play the Warriors in 
2022. So it also, Lauren, um, gives opportunity for someone uh, in the Raiders' lower grades at some point to, to maybe step up in the next pre-season or bring somebody in from outside the club as well. So there's, there's, a, there's a little bit to play out there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Xavier's done a really good job at fullback and obviously they'll, who knows who it will be, but there'll be someone that comes through and will be pushing for a spot as well. Yeah, well, Xavier's obviously um, the, the number one fullback now. He's had the opportunity to play and start in a number of games this season. He's doing a really good job. So um, it'll be his position um, to lose next year. And I know that he's working really hard um, to, to make sure that he gets better every week. So um, it's all still plenty of good upside there despite Chance leaving. Uh, the, f- the squad this week, fresh, back from the bye, um, obviously with the exception of Josh Papali'i, who will play in Origin on uh, Wednesday night, but um, Jack Whiten, disappointing for him not to be in the Blues team, but a bonus for us because he'll be able to play for the Raiders. Yeah, it's um, obviously a shame that Jack didn't get named in Origin, but the fact that he'll be fresh for us is great news. Um, and yeah, everyone, the energy's really good this week, um, coming off the bye, everyone's up and about, so yeah, looking forward to the game on Sunday. Talking of state of origin, obviously the game Wednesday night in Queensland, the decider. Atta, have you got a prediction for us? Yeah, Queensland. You're Queensland, so you, yeah. well, Queensland, you're Queensland supporter. supporter, okay? Yeah, Queensland supporter. And obviously Big Papa there um, cheering him home. Yeah, I was cheering him for a try. Yeah, you're going to go for Papa for a try in origin. There you go. <laughs> he, he, he's got a good record of, of scoring in origin, so um, maybe Big Papa over there. Loz, what are you thinking? Um, I'm hoping you South Wales, but... Um, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I honestly think that the, the loss of Munster is a pretty big one for, for Queensland. So um, not having him there. Tom Dearden's done a really good job for the Cowboys this year, but um, Cameron Munster's a massive loss for them. So I think New South Wales will win. I think it'll be closer than the last game, though. I don't think we'll have that blowout scoreline. So I'll go for 24-12 to the Blues uh, up there at Suncorp Stadium. Raiders against the Dragons down there at Wollongong. Loz, um, we were there. It, the, the, the television pitches didn't do the, it justice, how bad the conditions actually were for that game. I think we spent the first half just trying to find a spot on the sideline when we wouldn't get drenched. <laughs> I'm not sure I recovered from that experience yet. But, um, yeah, TV definitely didn't do it justice. It was a horrible day. So I really feel for the both teams having to play in these yeah. conditions. We rocked up there... Um, you know, early because you know, originally there was supposed to be a cup game uh, and the school Raiders game, which unfortunately didn't go ahead, but um, they decided to can those curtain raiser games. And when we first arrived at the stadium, we thought, oh, well, that's not a great um, outcome because the, the ground and the conditions when we first arrived were pretty good. Yeah, and I think looking the day before the games in Sydney, there was so much water and puddles on the field. So when we got to Wynn Stadium, um, we didn't think it was all that bad, but it didn't last that long. No, no, by, by half-time and certainly full-time, we were definitely thinking otherwise. And um, to the game itself, obviously, um, the Raiders did a really good job to stay in that in the first half. They were running into that wind and um, unfortunately they weren't able to hold on uh, in the back end and score that last try to, to secure a victory. Yeah, it was a shame that we couldn't get away with the win at the end there. We put ourselves in a good position with Hudson's try towards the back end of the game. And then, yeah, we had a bit of a controversial finish. That's right. Three separate uh, incidents in the final 20 seconds that could have been penalised. And uh, Graham Annesley came out through the week and said that, um, you know, possibly uh, one, if not all three, may have been penalties. But that's probably no consolation to Raiders fans and definitely not to the coach and the, and the coaching staff for that uh, missed opportunity to secure the two points. I mean, we still would have had to have gone to Golden Point uh, in order to um, uh, in order to win that game, but to miss that opportunity uh, was was pretty disappointing. Right at full time, when we had 
what looked like a pretty pretty easy penalty to give, wasn't it? Yeah, it was right in front and I have no doubt Jamal would have kicked that. So, yeah, it hurts a bit that we can't do anything about that now. Mm. But, um, yeah, we look forward to the Storm game. That's right. It's two weeks ago, but it feels like uh, two seconds ago. But we'll, um, we'll put that one to bed and we'll move on to the Storm. Before we preview the game this week, time to find out a little bit more about our special guest, Atta Mariotta. Tell us, mate, what's your background? Where's, where'd you start playing football? Um, how'd you get into it? And, um, and what's your pathway to the Raiders? Ah, so um, I actually started um, playing Union first, and then um, from there on, um, we moved over to N- to Australia, mm-hmm. and I started playing Union here. And then Peter Mulholland picked me up through Neil's training, because Neil was through Raiders, and then um, from there on, I just came through the system, and now I'm here today. So yeah, it's been a long road, but um. It's all been worth it. Yeah, and well, knew your brother is um as obviously is here with you. I mean, yeah. that must be a real bonus for you to have him. He is um he, we think you're big, but he is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got my um my dad's genes. <laughs> yeah, so um it's good to have him at the club. You know, put him under my wing, and um yeah, it's it's going to be a good season with me and him along. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the aspirations down the track would be for you guys to. To maybe one day play at NRL le- level together, what, what what would that mean to you and the family if that was possible? Oh, that's big, that's big. Um, you know, just playing alongside him would be the, the biggest thing like ever. Like, it's a um, a dream that any sibling will want to dream of. You know, it's it's kind of big for my from coming from where I've come from. So yeah, tell us a bit about where you where you come from. Whereabouts did you did you move over from? Uh, I moved over. So I was actually born in um, Samoa, and then. Moved over to New Zealand like when I was five, and then from there on, uh, I lived the rest of my life in New Zealand. And from sixteen years old, uh, I moved to Australia, and then from there on, uh, I'm here now. So yeah, you've been in great form so far this season. Is there anything you put that down to specifically? Um, no, not really. Just um, just changing my diet and just working hard and doing what the coaches say. Mate, you've um seen. Rushdo, you've seen Trey make their debuts. Are, are you still holding out hope that maybe you'll get an opportunity before the end of this season? Yeah, hopefully. Um, if I just keep doing what the coaches tell me what to do, then hopefully I get a run this year. But you know, it's been an honour to play with alongside those two players. You know, um, watching them on TV has been a big thing. You know, it's like it's so close for anyone for yeah, was playing in the club too. To achieve, so it's been a good thing. The cup team has been in pretty good form the past couple of months. Um, is there anything you put that down to, and how good has it been to be involved with that team? Yeah, so it's um, just the coach and staff, and training along the NRL player, and then experiencing that, and then taking that to the game. So, yeah. You scored two tries on the weekend. You got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah, um, it comes off all the the team. You know, it's hard work. Um, putting me there. Um, it wasn't that easy scoring those two times, but I'm grateful. Yep, absolutely. Anytime you can get on the over the stripe, especially as a front rower, you take those every day of the week. So, uh, well done for your performance on the weekend. We've, um, those people who haven't uh, checked out the highlights, you can jump onto the website and have a look at the highlights from the game uh, on the weekend. I'm going to take you back now to the COVID time, which was really hard for um, a lot of the squad and particularly players like yourself that um, weren't really getting any football during that, but... There was a couple of instances that really stood out for me and they didn't happen on the actual field. They happened on the sideline when you were ball boy. 
Now, <laughs> you, you showed probably the most energy I've ever seen from any ball ball in my life when the, when the players were doing ball boy and we scored a try and the next minute you're in the celebration. Tell us, <laughs> talk us through that. How did that happen? Oh, so I was just, um, I'm just a player with energy and um, I just seen one of the boys try and uh, I just jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> you got excited. <laughs> yeah, I just got too excited and then um, after the game, uh, what's his name, Don Fernandez said it was, it was a good thing he done, you know. And then a um, couple of weeks later, I was ball boy again and the refs told me, you can't do that again. <laughs> It, 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 it remains one of my favourite moments from that season because, um, you know, you just showed so much energy and it just um, all you wanted to do was get out on the field and although you couldn't be a player, it must have been just your way of, you know, staying connected with the group, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. If you didn't get any game, that was the only time I'd get to play. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. That was one of my favourite things uh, back then. So uh, well done for that and definitely a memorable moment for you, uh, for sure. What about um, in terms of who you look to for for guidance and, and support amongst the playing group here. Obviously, we've got some really experienced and um, top-notch um, forwards in the club. Um, who do you sort of look to to, to, to for, for guidance and stuff yeah. like that? Um, a lot of players here, you know. I have a lot of idols at this club. I look, I look up to everyone, um, especially Pops, you know. look up to him and um, Taps, the leader of all pack, and hopefully I could be one of those kind of players one day. They set a good example for all the forwards, the upcoming forwards. So, yeah, look up to those two. How much do those guys help you just in learning and teaching you new things? Yeah, um, does, uh, they help us a lot, um, not only on the field but off the field too. Um, they're just good, good players um, off the field, so it kind of like helps um, all the upcoming forwards. You know, like I said, you're doing a great job, mate, and uh, we look forward to you. I, I'm fingers crossed. I think you'll, I think you'll get a, you'll get a crack this year. We just need to wait for the right opportunity, but I'm sure it's not too far away. So keep doing what you're doing, well, mate. Time now to have a look at the Raiders v Storm this weekend down there at Amy Park, and uh, not going to be a tough assignment, Loz, um, based on the fact that the. The Storm obviously coming off two losses and, uh, you know, over the past decade we don't really see the Melbourne Storm, um, you know, lose a string of games so they'll be out there with a point to prove. Yeah, absolutely, we'll be out there with a point to prove. They, um, yeah, like you said, it's really rare to see them lose two games in a row. Um, they would not be happy with that at all. And they're also naming the new grandstand, uh, grandstand after Cameron Smith so if they didn't have anything more to play for and I think it's old boys too, old boys day too so there's a bit going on on Sunday. I'm sure there's nothing more that Raiders fans would enjoy than to spoil Cameron Smith's party one more time so we've got to do it down there in the 2019 uh, first week of the finals and uh, I'm sure it'd be nice if we could do it uh, again this week too so that'll happen uh, this weekend if we can get the victory over the storm down there. Papa as we mentioned backing up from Origin um, he hasn't played a lot of minutes in the first two games, so it'll be interesting to see how Billy Slater uses him for the decider. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. He's only been playing about 20 to 25 minutes the first couple of games, so I guess for us, it'd be, if he plays that similar role, he'll be nice and fresh for us. So fingers crossed he gets through unscathed, and we'll see what happens. James Schiller back from a shoulder injury this week. He gets an opportunity to slot back into the, the team on the bench, and um, he was pretty brave in that um, performance where he stayed on the field and played hurt. Um, with that injury um, last time he was in before he was um, before he um, missed out that game with injury. Yeah, the fact that he could play those final minutes of that game against the Knights while he was injured was um, was huge and he got through the cup game on the weekend as well. So it would be good to have that game behind him and back into the first grade team. 
obviously um, at the the cup side this weekend won't be travelling down to Melbourne to play mm. you, but you guys will play at a similar time slot on yeah. Sunday afternoon. Uh, a few injuries and things like that, so a really good opportunity for you to to step up with those guys out. Like I said, with Harry and Trey not available this weekend, a good chance for you to to step up and push yourself forward. Yeah, hundreds of it's a big ask, but um, you know, I'm keen to grab it with two thing, two hands and take the opportunity. I think one thing about the cup team this year is that you guys just keep on keeping on. doesn't matter what circumstances you face with, you, you continue to, to play good football and you've been rewarded with some really good wins. Yeah, 100%. Um, we've got a young energy squad you know, and um, everyone pulls through every week. So I'm just keen to, to run out. I don't, it doesn't matter who the player is, um, I know they always pull through. So I'm just keen to, for this weekend. Yep, and, uh, and the Jersey Flag team will play... Uh, in the curtain raiser down there in Melbourne this weekend uh, against the Thunderbolts, Loz. So uh, I think um, a couple of the, the younger guys in the NRL squad will, will probably be playing that game as well. Yeah, it'll be good to have them travel down and then be back up if we do happen to need it in the lead-up to our game. Yeah, such an interesting season with the way it all plays out with teams playing in different locations and having to take certain amount of players to games and stuff. It's a, it's a real juggle for the coaching staff, but... Uh, throw a few injuries in top of it, uh, obviously, as well. But hopefully we can see some strong performances across all three grades again this weekend. All right, uh, before we wrap things up, the podcast prediction time. We're talking about the Raiders and the Storm NRL match down there at Amy Park, Loz. Uh, last week we had, or last time we had the podcast, uh, we went for the current leading try scorers in the team. You went for Sebastian Chris and I went for Matt Timmercall. And um, Seb Chris, who was our guest, went for a Nick Kotrick double. Now, none of those guys managed to score, but Hudson Young did and joined those guys as the top try scorers for the year. So we've got three guys now on, on six tries each. What are you going for this week? And because of that, I'm going for Hudson Young to score so he can take the lead. There you go. You're going to take Hudson Young for a try. Uh, Atta, have you got something that might happen in this game that you think uh, you can put your prediction forward? Um, yeah, i got Taps to score. I reckon he'll score yep. in the middle. Yeah, he's a very, very handy uh, try option uh, close to the ruck. I'm going to go for Tom Starling to come off the bench and, and cause a bit of havoc. He played 80 minutes uh, at cup level last week and, and did a really good job and got some football under his belt, which I think he needed. So I'll go for Starlow to score this weekend. That brings us to the end of the podcast. I want to say a um, big thank you first to Atta for... Your time, mate, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Hopefully we'll see you in an NRL jersey at some point. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. And Loz, uh, well done, and uh, hopefully we can get back here next week and talk about a big Raiders win. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> no worries. That's the Behind the Light podcast for this week. Thanks to OAC Digital. Catch you next week. <laughs>